You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. Today is my 29th birthday and I am reflecting on all the big ones so far in my 20s and I am sharing my 30 before 30 bucket list with you. Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are doing something a little bit different. So today is my 29th birthday, not actually today because I did record this in advance. But if you are listening to it today, Monday, April 17th, then it is my 29th birthday. And it is a birthday I've been thinking about for a couple of months because we are officially one year away from 30. And I have definitely accomplished a lot in my business um, and my personal life. I think, you know, before 30, I will have made $10 million by the time I turn 30. Um, I've been in Goldcast, Forbes, Business Insider. I'm a contributing writer for Entrepreneur. Um, You know, we have 250,000 people following us across our social platforms and email list. And all of that is super exciting. And, you know, I'm obviously very proud of it and I love it. Um, and also I lived in Bali for three years. I've lived in Scotland for three years now. I'm married. I have the two, you know, best dogs in the world. Um, and yet I still have some things I want to do. So what I have created is a 30 before 30 list, which is what I'm going to talk about today. And my one ask is, um, as a birthday present, if you have loved this podcast, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Um, If we've provided you value, if you're tuning in week after week, um, it would just mean so much. And it means that more people get to learn about the podcast and see if it is a fit for them. So the reason why I made a 30 before 30 list is in some ways I do feel as though I missed my 20s in a way. And you might have looked at my Instagram and been like, Sabrina, but you went to the Maldives and you lived in Bali and you did all these things. And all of that is true. Um, And also I'm missing some very like basic little things. Like I've never been to a super club um, or like even like a normal club. Like Edinburgh kind of has like little dirty, grungy university bars, which are very fun, but it's not like the big you know, big club type of experience. I don't know how to drive a car. Like there's just little things that I haven't done. Um, But then also there are even some things that I have done, but maybe I want to do them again. Or there are some things that have been on my bucket list and my vision board for a couple of years that I am very intentionally leaning into. So my 29th year, my wish is that I want this to be just the year that I try all the things and do all of the things. And you know, what you'll kind of see in this list is some of these are things that I've done many times before. And as I was coming up with this list, one thing I had to think about was, am I only going to do new things or am I going to go back to some of the things that I already like? And what I decided is that I want to revisit some things for sure, just because I don't want to only be like stressed or pressured to do a bunch of new things this year. If it is something that I love and, you know, have done a bunch of times, why wouldn't I want to make that a part of this big year for me? And I am excited to turn 30. It's a year away. Um, I'm excited for my 30s. I have a feeling that they're going to be good, but we're we're going to go out with a bang. And if you have any ideas for my 30 before 30 list, because it is 
evolving. Like I have taken some things off the list and added some things. So it is a living, breathing list. But if you do have any ideas, please let me know. You can leave a comment on my Instagram or send me a message, send us an email, but I am looking for ideas to make this the best ever. So the first one is the pyramids. Now I've had a Egypt trip on my bucket list forever. And I think that this is going to be the year that I finally do it for my 27th birthday, or maybe it was my 28th birthday. We were this close to booking a Nile river cruise. And then I can't remember what we did instead i've always had good birthdays like it's usually been like the highlands um greece bali maldives that type of thing um but i think that this year it's you know nice and quiet at home but at some point this year as part of the birthday celebration i do want to go to the pyramids the second one is eat waffles in belgium now i have never been to belgium which feels like a kind of missing piece in my european adventures but i want to have a waffle in belgium because i am basic like that i want a belgian waffle in belgium which they probably don't call them belgian waffles or they probably just call them waffles but i'm looking forward to that Number three, Oktoberfest. So this one feels especially fun for me because if you didn't know, I was born in Germany. I moved to the United States when I was four. Um, My mom moved to Germany when she was six years old because her parents were in the military. My dad is German. He immigrated with my mom to the United States when he was, I think, 29 or 30. So about my age, which is kind of crazy to think about. You know, I obviously moved overseas when I was 22, but it's, I think, even crazier to think about you know, going to a different country with a whole different language. So I just have, you know, a lot of respect for people who do um, immigrate and move and things like that. But for me, I would just really like to go to Germany. Um, And I think Oktoberfest would be super fun. I would love to do that with my siblings. My brother Max graduates from college this year. So I think my brother Max and my sister Sophie, especially, and my husband Paul, that would be a fun one for us. Um, And Lederhosen or whatever they're called. Number four is learn to drive a car. So this one I have mixed feelings about. When I was 18 years old, I got my driver's license and my mom was like, oh, like you're going to college in like two weeks. And I was like, yeah, she was like, you should learn how to drive a car. And I was like, yeah, I've been saying this for like two years. So I got my, I got like a week's worth of lessons. I got my driver's license. A week later, I got into a car accident and I basically have never driven since. So it's been 11 years and I did buy a car. I don't drive the car. I don't name the car. Paul was like, you have to name your car. It's your first car. And I was like, well, it's not really my car. Like I bought the family a car. I bought Bonnie and Clyde a car. Um, But I would like to learn how to drive said car this year. The next one, number five, is write three chapters. So originally this said write a book, but that just feels like a really big commitment, Um, which it's not that I'm not open to that big commitment, but I think that just might be a little bit too much of a stretch with all of the other fun things I've planned for the year. So I figured if I put write three chapters, then that will at least get me started and give me the momentum. I'm sure I'll write much more than that. But write three chapters of a book is number five. Number six is Nile River Cruise. So I will pair this with going to the pyramids, but I think that would be really fun. And there's a lot of them that are only like four days, five days, seven days, And I can get to Egypt from where I am in just a couple of hours. Um, And I did take a couple of years in Arabic in college. So that might be a little bit fun to dust off and try out. Number seven is a Scotland road trip with Bonnie and Clyde. So I have done many road trips through Scotland with my husband and with Bonnie, but we have yet to do one with Clyde. The farthest Clyde has been is North Berwick, which is like an hour away in the car, maybe 45 minutes. Um, but I want to, you know, kind of really take them deep into the Highlands, maybe um, Isle of Skye, Orkney, the Hebrides. So just doing some sort of fun Scotland road trip with them 
it's top of the list. And um, Bonnie, especially like her heart rate is so low because she is so active. Like she can just hike for three or four hours. So when we go to the vet, it always freaks everyone out because they're like, her heart is so slow. Is she really active? And we're like, yes. And then I'm of course shaking because I'm like, oh my God, it's too slow. It's going to stop. But no, it's just because she's really, really active. So she loves being able just to kind of like run free and you know, run through the mountains and things like that. So I would love to do that. Number eight is see the Northern Lights. Apparently the Northern Lights were visible a couple of weeks ago in Scotland. So I did maybe miss my chance here, but I was maybe thinking something like Finland or um, Iceland or something like that. Maybe I will keep an eye out and on my Scottish road trip, I will see them. But I think seeing the Northern Lights would be a really cool one. Number nine is visit Stonehenge. This feels like a really easy one to knock out of the way because I think it's like an hour away from London. I remember um, two Christmases ago, um, Paul got me these tickets to like Harry Potter World, which is also, I think, like an hour away from London. So I feel like going back down to London, going to Harry Potter World, going to Stonehenge would definitely be something I would love to do. I love London. If I were to die tomorrow, my last meal would be at Les Gargot in Soho. They have this amazing steak with a piece of foie gras on top. I'm so sorry if you hate me for the fact that I eat foie gras, but I do. I'm not going to lie about that. And it is the best. Like it is so, so good. They have a pistachio souffle. So maybe I need to add go to Les Gargot in Soho onto my list. But I think a London trip would be super fun. There's also this really cool place called Bellamy's. I think it's Bellamy's. And it's off of it's either New Bond Street or Sloan Street, one of them. And it's like an oyster bar, but also like an open face sandwich type thing. So London is just a vibe. And I think doing some sort of London trip would be a good one. Number 10 is Paris. So I love Paris. I go to Paris usually um, twice a year, at least once every single year um, since I started my business. I think one year I went like three times. I was just obsessed with it. But it's kind of hard to imagine a 30 before 30 without this one. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Number 11, throw a coin in the Trevi Fountain. I have done this before, but I am hopeful to do it again. Um, when I was 25, I actually spent a month in Rome. I had an apartment on the Via Condotti, which is the kind of big main shopping street that leads up to the Spanish Steps. And literally just like looking down from my apartment, I could see the Gucci store. So I had never been a Gucci person, but I was like, if I'm going to live over the Gucci store in Rome for a month, I'm going to buy a Gucci bag and some Gucci shoes, which is what I did. Um, and so that's always just like a fun thing. Those shoes are my favorite. They're these little loafers with bees on them and they're really cool. So I think going back to Rome and the Trevi Fountain and kind of seeing somewhere that I spent a ton of time, which I'm sure I'll do this year because my friend um, is getting married there next month. So I'm confident that I will be able to sneak in a Rome trip. Number 12 is ride a double decker bus in London. This is like a basic tourist thing, but it's one that I have not done before and I think would be really fun. I have spent so much time in London, but I have actually skipped a ton of the touristy things. Um, I have never done a ton of the tours or museums or anything like that. I have done a lot of shopping. I have done a lot of um, exploring. I have done a lot of just like adventures and eating and things like that, but I haven't really done the kind of stereotypical touristy stuff. So I think it would be fun to do that, especially if I live here. Number 13 is ashram. So I lived in an ashram for six months when I was 19 slash 20 years old. I turned um, 20 at the ashram 
And I don't know if I want to go back to that one specifically or go to another one. There are some I've looked at in, you know, France and Austria and things like that. But I think that revisiting that experience would definitely be a fun one for me. Number 14 is Venice. So my first Christmas with Paul, we got a room at the Gritty Palace in Venice for two weeks. And that was probably one of the most fun trips we've ever done. So my pro tip for anyone who is maybe getting inspired by all the travel we're talking about in this list. Um, But anyone who does want to do a lot of European travel is go in the shoulder season or off season. So Venice at Christmas time is absolutely empty. Nobody is there. And it just makes it so magical and misty because you're not, you know, overheated. There are not a ton of tourists. There are some things you have to deal with. So one is Aqua Alta. So Aqua Alta in Venice is basically when it floods. So they've got these, I don't know even what you would call them. They're not tables, but they're just kind of like these long, huge like platform bench things that they put out. And you basically walk on that instead of the street because otherwise there's too much water. Venice had the exact opposite problem this summer when the canals dropped, but this is when the water gets too high. Aqua gets Alta and that's kind of what you have to do. So you do have to deal with that. There's some places um, of the island, like if you go to the Zatare region, which is like not region, but just kind of like more the top area, port area of the island, it might be a bit fishy smelling honestly, whatever, just, just deal with it and go to the Peggy Guggenheim museum. So that will be a big one for me. Number 15 is go to the Fife arms. So this is our favorite hotel to go to in the um, highlands. The only thing I wish that this hotel had was more green space. So it's in Braemar, which is the highest point in the UK. So it tends to be cold and get a lot of snow. It's very cute. The hotel is very artsy. They've got a Picasso. Um, They are dog friendly ish. They used to be more dog friendly, but we've been with Bonnie. We have not been with Bonnie and Clyde. So I do want to go back there. And it's a place that Paul and I have gone to a ton. The second time ever that Paul saw snow was at this place. The first time was in Munich. The second time was at the Fife Arm. So it's just always a fun place. Number 16 is go to the Great Barrier Reef. This one I'm kind of angry about because I have been married to an Australian and I have been with an Australian for six years now and he lives in Cairns. So his family is from the point of Australia that is the closest to the Great Barrier Reef. So all of the Great Barrier Reef tours, all of the little Finding Nemo expeditions leave from the freaking town that he is from. So this year when we go to Australia, I am going on a Great Barrier Reef tour, come hell or high water. And to quote Papa Pope, if you like scandal, I am the hell and the high water. Um, So that's number 16. Number 17 is go to the Blue Lagoon in Iceland. This one feels, again, kind of easy to knock off because it is, you know, quite close to me. I was actually supposed to do a retreat in Iceland last year. Um, But then there was, you know, another round of COVID. I don't know if it was Omicron or Delta or whatever. So I switched the retreat to Scotland because I just felt like I had a lot more control since I lived there and had support system there. So I'm glad I switched it, but I would like to go back to not go back to, but go to Iceland at some point. Number 18 is have a Guinness in Ireland. So I have never had a Guinness and I have never been to Ireland. My sister did do her study abroad there for, I think, six weeks or eight weeks a couple of years ago um, when she was in her accounting program. And I have some friends, Scottish men, who really like a Guinness. And apparently there's like a thing where on the glass it will say Guinness and you have to like drink it in one sip so that it at least gets underneath the label on the glass. 
I am not confident that I can pull that off, but I am confident that I can drink the whole thing. So I do think that would be a fun one. Um, I even told Paul because this past St. Patrick's Day, the dogs were in their uh, boarding kennel dog resort doing a little experiment to see if they could last. And it was that weekend. And I was like, we should literally get on a plane and go to Dublin. Um, But we didn't. But I think perhaps next year, but just at some point, I think, have a Guinness in Ireland. The other thing is we can actually take our car to Ireland. And I thought that could also be a fun place to do a road trip. Number 19 is run a 5K. And I instantly regret having this on my list. So I definitely want to switch this one out because I'm not a runner. But I feel like running some length of time would give me some level of pride. So I'll try that one out. Um, Number 20 is sushi in Tokyo. So I had initially put here cherry blossom season in Tokyo, but that is like such a fine window. I think there's only like two weeks or so where they're really blooming. So you have to time it super well. Um, But Paul and I want to do a ski trip in Japan um, at some point in the next year or so. So I think sushi in Tokyo or sushi in Japan, wherever would be a fun one. Number 21 is climb Sydney Harbor Bridge. So I've been to Sydney many times. It's super beautiful. I have done a photo shoot underneath the Sydney Harbor Bridge, but I've never done the climb. So they basically like strap you onto that and you can climb to the top. So I think that would be a really fun one. Um, And yeah, one of my best experiences and best moments, I guess this is also a 30 before 30 list, but also just a kind of retrospective on my 20s. Um, Paul and I were in uh, Sydney and I think it was around my 25th birthday, but it might have been a different one. Um, 25 was in Australia or maybe 25 was in Greece. Maybe 26 was in Australia. One of, one of the 20s was in Australia, was in Sydney. And um, on that trip, we watched West Side Story. And typically you would go see that at the Sydney Opera House and they would just present it there. But what they did is they did it on the water and the Opera House was the background and there was like fireworks and all of that stuff. And it was a really fun one. And you had to take a boat to get from there was like this little ferry shuttle service that would take you from the Opera House to the kind of offsite location so that you could watch it. And they had built a stage over the water and that's where they did it. And it was a really cool one. Number 22 is the Isle of Skye Ferry Pools. So a lot of these are kind of clumped together. So obviously, you know, Sydney Harbor Bridge is going to go with the Great Barrier Reef trip. Isle of Skye Ferry Pools will go with the Scottish Road Trip of sorts. But just going to the Isle of Skye um, is not something I've done yet. So that is on my list. Number 23 is have lunch with my mom and my dad. So my parents got divorced when I was six. And the last time I saw them both in the same room was when I graduated high school. Um, And then I think from the time I was six um, to the time I was 18, maybe there was once when we all had lunch together. So, and this is not like a, a sad story type thing. I have a great relationship with both of them. They have a really positive relationship with each other. But I think just having lunch with both my mom and my dad, just us, Like, I just even have no idea what we would talk about. I feel like I would learn a lot more about my early years when I was living in Germany. So I think that would be a fun one that I would really like to do. Number 24 is see where I was born. So I was born in Kassel, Germany. I have not been back since I was five or six. I have been back to Germany, but I've not been back to Kassel. So I think just kind of learning about what my life was like and you know where was our house and what was the hospital and all of those things and you know maybe seeing some pictures I think I would really enjoy that experience um, and I do still have grandparents in Germany um, number 25 is sunrise at Bora Bador 
I will probably switch this one out. This has been on my vision board for a long time. Um, but Bora Bador is basically this um, religious site in um, Indonesia. It's not in Bali. Um, and it is, you have to Google it. It's just like the most beautiful thing ever. And there are sunrise hikes, not really a hike, but a climb, let's say to the top. And that's been on my list for a long time. It might, it might need to wait, but I would definitely love to do that at some point. Um, number six, 26 is Giants Causeway. So this one I'm pretty sure is in Ireland. I might be totally blanking here, but I feel like that would be a fun one. 27 is Shenanso. So Shenanso is this really pretty um, chateau type thing in France, but it has these kind of arches built over the water that are really cool. And apparently Catherine de Medici owned it at one point and it just looks really lovely. So I'd like to do that. Number 28 is go on safari. So Paul and I, our honeymoon plan had been, we had originally thought we were going to get married in Bali. Then the pandemic happened. So that never went ahead. We still have a wedding paid for in Bali. Who the heck knows if it'll ever happen? Probably not. Um, but we had said that we were going to go on safari as part of our honeymoon our honeymoon slash wedding was, you know, nine days eloping in Copenhagen. So at some point, I think going on safari would be a fun one. Number 29 is learn a third language. This one, I don't know which one I'm going to pick. I feel like it's probably going to be either um, Italian or German. I think German makes the most sense since that was my first language, but I just don't remember it at all anymore. Um, the first two are English and Spanish. And the number 30 is watch 30 classic movies. I feel like there are so many movies that I'm like, oh yeah, like I should watch that sometime. So like Paul is so amazed that I've never seen Saving Private Ryan. I'm like, I just, I've never seen it. Um, or like a couple of months ago, we watched Fight Club for the first time, which I'm probably not even supposed to tell you that I watched Fight Club because first real Fight Club is don't talk about it. But like we watched Fight Club or like there's just so many movies that I feel like are classics that I just haven't watched. So I think making kind of a list of those movies that you would never really watch unless you would think to watch them um, and like purposely choose that. So basically I just need like a Lorelai Gilmore to give me a list of like, Hey, you need to watch these. I do think I have watched quite a lot of classic movies, but I want to kind of go a little bit more into the rabbit hole. So this episode was a little bit different. I hope it was a little bit fun. Gave you some wonderlust, give you some ideas. I am actively looking for ideas. There's no freaking way I'm running a 5k. So I definitely need to switch that one out. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for being with me on this podcast journey. Thank you for, um, you know, watching my videos, for listening to my episodes, reading my emails. Thank you for being a part of my community. And I'm very, very excited for my 29th year. And I will see you in the next episode. 